Welcome to the show. My name is Mrs. H and I don't have a Mr. H with me tonight. I don't have a counter co-pilot. I have with me today, Secret Vixen. Hello. There she is. <laughs> this is a very special episode, listeners. I'm not even going to give it a number because this is a mystery episode that could appear anywhere in our lexicon of podcasting. I know. She's looking nervous. I am. You just told me you're going to probe me. <laughs> I am going to probe you. But the good news is I've got you two drinks first to get you, you have. Under. Yeah. You're so a lady. We are both double parked. We both have a little Prosecco and a lemon drop cocktail on the go. Very nice. And we're having a little tete-a-tete today and I'm going to probe a lovely secret vixen and I'm going to find out some stuff. Treat me nicely. I have always. <laughs> have I ever not treated probe you nicely? Carefully. Um... <laughs> Ne- yes. Next question. Let's move on. Okay. Ne- I haven't even asked you one question. <laughs> oh, <gosh. yet. laughs> All right. I promise this won't hurt. Okay. I'll be gentle. Nice. We've known each other long enough. Now. You can hurt a little bit. It's fine. Pleasure pain. <laughs> Pleasure pain. It's a good job Mr. H is here because he'd be sliding in with all his innuendo <laughs> and we'd get nowhere. All right. So the reason we don't have Mr. H with us today is because this podcast is all mine now. <laughs> Unlimited power. So we are going to have a chat. Bill Buzzy Mates. Just a couple of drinks, you and I. I'm my best friend. friend. (laughs) And I'm going to ask you some questions and I'm hoping you'll answer them honestly, but let's see how you go. Girl Scout honour and all that. (laughs) Dip, dip, top, top. So for people who may not have listened to our previous episodes in the past where we've interviewed Secret Vixen and Secret Stag together as a duo. So you are a hot wife couple. We are. You are. So your dynamic is very much a hot wife duo. So you go into adventures together but then you you play separately yes okay so for people who don't necessarily understand what hot wife scenario is um secret vix i'm going to ask you just for a real brief recap what is a hot wife dynamic so um in our kind of particular dynamic i say that because there are quite a few kind of different branches to it but how we identify is that I'm the one in the partnership who plays um, and it's Secret Stag. He gets a lot of his kind of enjoyment, his pleasure from more of a voyeuristic um, point of view. So he's quite happy to watch. Uh, because of our particular setup, he can't always come with me mm-hmm. when I'm having like a play date, as it were. So I therefore have to try to include him from afar. So we'll use things like videos and FaceTime and he gets to enjoy my pleasure from Mm -hmm. afar and then you reconnect afterwards and then we reconnect and um in kind of the lifestyle it is known as reclaiming um where we yeah we come back together and in a physical sense as well as like an emotional personal sense Mm -hmm. as well okay so in the past we've interviewed you very much about how your journey's led to this point and how you got into hot wifing so i'm not going to go into that again 
Um, and you're going to have to just dig out the episodes and listen to them again if you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> or you can read my blog. Or, oh, <laughs> oh, shameless plug. So shameless plug, <laughs> uh, Secret Vixen sometimes has a blog. <laughs> I've written this month. Thank you very much. <laughs> So she has a tremendously exciting blog, which you should probably read and check out. So I'm guessing all the information's on your Twitter X profile. It is, yeah. It indeed, is. Yeah. So download that, have a um, have a listen, have a listen to the podcast and maybe read the blog as well. <laughs> well, to be fair, some of the accounts have been read they aloud have. on your podcast, so yeah. they can. This is very true. So we'll skip all that. And we're not going to really talk about necessarily how you got into hot wifing. I want to know a little bit more. Okay. Okay. All right. Is this where the probing's coming? Maybe. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the first probing, prepare yourself. So I would like to know, how do you prepare for a hot wife date? Do you have any kind of ritual or do you have a sort of something that you follow together or do you very much go and do what you want? So how, if we were going to sort I'll go back as if it was like a new encounter. So what would always happen is that it's actually always been Secret Stag who has found the, I always call them a potential bull. He's the mm-hmm. one who um, will sort of form a bit of a connection with them. And that this is actually really important for both of us because of in a hot wife couple, the stag's involvement, even though they're not physically involved in the act as it were, um, they need to be just as included as I am. So therefore he will very much, he'll be the first person to make contact with a potential bull. They'll start to kind of talk a little bit. And if Stag thinks that it's somebody who would um, sort of get my attention, as it were, <laughs> he will then actually will pass the detail, like my details over so that we can then start to speak. We do tend to have our own chat. So he'll have a chat with the potential bull and I'll have my own chat. Sometimes we do have a, like a three-way group one. Um, but he, yeah, he's the one who kind of finds them as it were. And then when it actually comes to meeting up with them, if possible, he'll come with me. But as I've said, because of our actual personal lives and being able to facilitate that, it's not always possible that he can come along with me. Um, But if he isn't coming along with me, then I would definitely say one of our rituals is that he will be present as I get myself ready. Sometimes he's actually the one who will choose my outfit that um, I'm going to wear for the evening. He actually knows my, what looks good on me far better than I do. Like he (laughs) will literally hand me an outfit that I would never, ever pick off of a hanger. I could only imagine. (laughs) Yes, a lot of pleather. Um, But yeah, that is very much kind of has become one of our rituals that he will help me get dressed. Um, He'll be present. Kind of, he takes more, again, it's the voyeurism, the voyeurism starts quite early on. He will Mm. watch me get ready He'll touch base with me just to keep asking me how I'm feeling because I think I tend to go a little bit more quiet when I'm getting ready because I think I go a lot more in a monologue style thing. Mm. Whereas he's very much the sort of person who will speak everything that he's saying out loud, whereas I kind of go quiet. And I think actually that's quite a good sign for him. If I go a little bit quiet, he knows that um, there's there is a bit of nerves, but also excitement as well. So that is definitely our ritual is that we get ready together and yeah, then I sort of I'll head out on my merry way if I'm going solo, but we're in contact the whole time. And mm. um, we, we often joke that he has to set like an alarm on my phone to rem- <laughs> remember to message him every hour if it's a, a long date, as it were. But it is very much that although he's not there, I have to keep him involved yeah. um, from afar. Um, but I actually know that he will often now message you as well. You've become like his wing woman um, if I'm out, that, um, which is always lovely. And actually for me personally, knowing that he has got other people who he can talk to, because 
I can't always message him as much as he would like because then mm. that would actually be rude if I'm just out on a date and then the whole time yeah. I'm just messaging him, sending him videos and pictures. That's actually quite rude to the person I'm with. Um, so it is quite reassuring for me knowing that uh, that there is someone else there who he he's Has a got confidant. Yeah, it is important. No, he does. You're right. Um, and it's been quite interesting just watching you. Because um, when we first met you, you were already in this journey, but then the pandemic yeah. kind of put hiatus on things oh, absolutely. for a while. But then obviously, as you gradually picked up again, we kind of bore witness to some of the, and I say ritualistic because they felt ritualistic to me. Obviously, we play in a very different dynamic, but it was really interesting to watch the whole process yeah. from beginning to end. And we were sort of lucky enough to be on that little journey with you again yeah. and watch it. It was quite enlightening. So to the casual observer, they might say that maybe he's the one holding all the power in this particular scenario because he is choosing a person for you. Yeah. He's choosing what you wear to some extent. He's choosing potentially where you go and how your evening plays out. Yeah, very much do so. You, do, you, do you accept and like that power play or would you prefer to have more... I actually, and it's not because of, I I know that in the past on this podcast, we've joked about how the two of us, as in you and I, Mrs. H, that we would (laughs) never be able to organise a date. (laughs) Um, But the truth is, I genuinely do really like his involvement in that side of things because I know that he would never send me down the wrong path, as it were. I know that when he starts speaking to a potential, he will very much... He's such a good judge of character and I trust his judge of character entirely. So therefore I'm already feeling um, a lot more confident about a meet because I know that for them to get to this point, he's at, he's completely got me um, in his mind's eye. It's all about making sure it's all about facilitating the best mm. experience I could possibly have. So I really like that. And it's very comforting for me knowing that although he might not be there, he's very much is present in the way that things have played out, if that makes any mm. sense. Has he ever, and this is anonymous, obviously, has he ever made a judgment that is wrong? No. Really? He truly hasn't. And I'm no. so, and I count myself so incredibly lucky for that. All of the people who he has um, passed over, <laughs> as it were, <laughs> who, have, who have got past the gateway, um, they have actually, we have got on really well. We haven't, that's not to say that every person that I've spoken to, we've mm. gone on and had uh, like a play date or anything like yeah. that. Obviously there have been people who we've met and it's never gone yeah. um, to that point. But no, everyone who has been allowed my details um, has actually been really lovely. So, so he, bang on. he really does know me very, very, he knows me better than I know myself. He truly does. I say that, but Mr. H all the time though, he gets me. Yeah. And I've never met anyone who gets me so much. It, he just knows what I'm thinking before I've even absolutely thought process myself sometimes. Yeah. So that's reassuring. So have there been, I'm interested. <laughs> So he selects people based on what he thinks you would like. Yes. But do you think also he selects people based on what he wants to see play out in his fantasy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And I would say more so recently. I think now that we've been in the lifestyle, as it were, for quite a while now, it's 2018 that we sort of entered as it to kind of for better <laughs> um, choice of words. Yes. <laughs> I think initially it was very much um, based on personal sort of um, connections. Mm-hmm. But I think in recent years, particularly since COVID, I think he definitely now curates 
more um, fantastical experiences, as it were. He will very much will now choose men who are not like him. He always says, why would he want to send me out with people who are a copy of him? Right. Because he's like, well, if I'm doing that, then you could just be with me, as it were. Mm-hmm. So now very much he likes to curate these experiences where they are encounters that I wouldn't ever have had had it not been for being yeah. in the lifestyle. So that is why he will look for people who are physically now. He does choose very kind of physical prowess, mm-hmm. um, I th- would say. And I do genuinely think because he he's realised actually he wants this to be an experience that I couldn't have with him. Yeah. So that's what that very much now I think drives his decisions in men and choices. Yeah. So I'm going to be interviewing Secret Stag as well as part Ooh, of this spoiler alert. I know, I know. <laughs> so I'm going to probe him probably more around that particular topic because I'm really interested as to what drives the fantasy that sits behind the decisions he makes because that's really, really interesting to me and probably is interesting to other people who might be thinking of getting into hot wifing or already are but maybe want a different kind of perspective on it. So I'm going to probe him more about that. I was just interested to know what your understanding was of a decision And the thing is, I think often in the whole hot wife lifestyle I, I often think that people think the power is with mm. the wife because she's the one she's the one going yeah. out she's the one having all these fabulous adventures while husband is either there um as almost just a, as I say watching or they are at home and I think actually when you speak to us you've very quickly realized that the power is very much in his um kind mm. of court because as we've just said he is the one who's curating all of these experiences for me i mean that's not to say i haven't got any power at all no don't get me wrong um but yeah i do think people would be shocked i think if they knew everything they'd be very much like oh she's the driving force in it and i think if anyone truly knows me they know i'm not the driving force <laughs> i'm like where have i got to go why oh can i just not stay in tonight that sort of thing. does that bother you no that you don't have necessarily the same power um <laughs> share maybe no I don't think so because I think for us power play then shifts when the act is happening so when we are at when I am out um and the the date has moved more to a personal Mm. private intimate situation actually that is when I think the power does shift back to me um often unknowingly to me I think one thing we often get asked if we are a cuckold couple Mm. because of um just the way things tend to play out. And I st- I would still say, I don't think we are. I would still very mm. much say that we are a stag vixen, hot wife couple rather than um, a cuckold situation. Um, that's personally how I see it. I think that actually now Secret Stag disagrees. I think he's starting to see that we there is a little bit of a shift because of there is now a lot more gentle teasing, I would say. If I were with a bull and he's present, like... I think I do make little comments, um, a bit more teasing comments. Um, I'm, we're not at the stage where there is complete denial. Or um, humiliation. Yeah, or humi- I don't think, I personally don't think I would ever get to that point. Although again, he probably disagrees. He probably thinks <laughs> I say some rather cutting things. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't mean to. But um, no, I do think that when actually things unfold, the power shifts ever so slightly. But one of my favourite parts is the reconnection during a meet so sometimes um like I will be with a bull and we're very much doing the physical and I will look over to him and I'll hold it I'll reach yeah. out and we'll hold his I'll hold his hand just kind of tell him I love him just to reassure him as well and that for me is such an 
an ignition for the whole event because also the ball hears that or senses it and then that kind of sends them into a bit of a fury mm-hmm. um, a sexual fury not in a, a rage fury <laughs> um, it kind of pumps them up and I, I instantly the moment I say that I can hear the moans of pleasure that um, from mm. stag so it's it's a really intense moment when we have that kind of reconnect during um, when I am actually having sex with another man what sort of things would you say to stag that might <clears throat> stray into cuckolding? I think some, t- like I often will make teases about, again, their physical prowess. I'll say, oh, he's mm. much taller than you, or he's bigger <laughs> than you, um, his arms are bigger than and yours. And does he want to hear that? I think he does, because again, it comes back to how we have shifted recently. Because as I've said, he will choose people now a lot more because he wants to me to experience what I don't get with him and I'm not size shaming uh, my Mm. husband in any way shape or form Uh, he does tend to choose people who are very athletic um, in their build and people who are able to spend a lot more time on their own personal fitness and so therefore they are naturally they do tend to be taller there's a long running joke between my um, secret stag and I I like to tease him that I'm a, like half an inch taller than him <laughs> um, to which he will always fight me on it but it is true listeners I'm taller than him I think I might be able to attest to this as well I think you might be ever so slightly ever so like slightly but if I wear heels <laughs> I very very noticeably taller um, so therefore that, that, that size literally vertical size I'm talking mm. I'm talking height I'm not even talking size of penises <laughs> Um, that's where often the jibes will come a little bit going, oh, look at the size of this bicep. And well, it's all those sorts of things. Um, he will often say to me, he's like, oh, you never do that to me when we're mm. having sex. He's like, will you do it? And I went, no, this is this. is this <laughs> Because it does still come down to the fact that when I'm having sex with a bull, it is is very different to when I'm having sex with my husband it's still very much I would say I'm making love to my husband where I do think with a bull it is a lot more this oh it's more it is fucking um because for me making love to my husband is all about feelings it's about that connection Mm. um which is something then that's not to say there's no feelings when I'm with a bull obviously I would never just jump into bed with somebody just based on the physical it does I do still have to have a connection with them as well Mm. I'm glad you've brought the sex up because sex is what I'm going to start asking you. I said the word. said the word. So now you've said it, we've got to make it a reality. Right. I'm going to ask you about the sex. Okay. Like, and I'm going to ask Secret Stag about the sex as well. But I want to know what you think about the sex. Right. This feels like a really weird Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's like, do I have to hold up a paddleboard to say? <laughs> when I hear this will back. you give the same answers I'm uh, interested ooh. I doubt you oh, will. Oh, now I'm... Okay. <laughs> So let's talk about the sex. Right. All right. Okay. Is the sex with your bull then different to that? And you've already said it is different to that sex that you experience with your husband. Yeah. So you've explained that it's kind of visceral Mm -hmm. and obviously probably a bit more raw maybe, I guess, because there's less intimacy attached to it. Yeah. Do you think your bull, your your bull, your stag... (laughs) purposely chooses bulls that might be bigger in the penis area absolutely (laughs) everyone makes jokes that i'm the size queen in the relationship this is not true you a size queen he has made me appear to be a size queen it is all down to him it truly (laughs) truly is i mean he has shown me some men in the past who haven't gone on to become play partners or anything 
and he shows me the pictures and I'm like, absolutely not. No, 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 no. <laughs> but no, he has well and truly made me the size queen that I now seem to have a bit of a reputation for having because he truly, when he see, when he makes contact, well, not when he makes contact, but when, if he starts talking to a potential bull and obviously through the forums where you meet these men, mm-hmm. As we've often spoken about before, there's obviously those pictures. We get the dick <laughs> pictures. pictures. And do you ever get the pictures next for Lynx can? We have. Remote yeah. control. Or a, um, a, a Febreze oh, can excellent. often. Yeah. Sky controller <clears throat> as well. Yeah, Men we've had those. Harder. Come on. <laughs> you really don't need to do this. Yeah, you can catch our attention, be arty. <laughs> but no, he very much he is the size queen yeah. um, in in this relationship. Why do you think that is? Again, I think it's going back to he wants me to have these experiences that he knows that I wouldn't be able to have with him. Mm. And again, like I've got no complaints whatsoever about secret stags, uh, physical uh, makeup or anything like that. I truly don't. But he definitely will choose men who are a bigger penis. Not the mm-hmm. man who's a big and the man who has a bigger penis. Yeah. <laughs> Not he's the man a massive himself. penis. He's such a dick. <laughs> um, but yeah, he will do. And I think it is because, as I've said, he wants me to have these experiences that he can't he can't give me physically. Mm. Do you feel that he feels inadequate? I worry sometimes that he yeah. does because that and must be a worry. If yeah. you're going out sleeping with men with massive wangs, <laughs> and you know by design because he's made you kind of he's curated that as you say yeah he's actually purposely hunted down maybe someone who's got a a bigger penis do you do you worry then that he will feel inadequacy I genuinely do I really do and that's I think why I would still say that we are a stag vixen couple rather than a cuckold and I'm not again I apologies if I say anything now that cuckold couples complete disagree with Mm. but I I truly don't want him to feel like that I don't want him to feel that he's less than he's worth Uh, because the truth is I know that I will never find anyone like my husband that is why he is my husband he is a keeper Um, so the thought of him thinking that he is less than another man that I don't Mm. like that I that doesn't fill me with any sort of power control or things whereas I know obviously therefore in other dynamics that actually that is something that is very much played upon is that kind of that slight inadequacy if that makes sense um so yeah no it it, for me really if I were to think that he felt physically inadequate and that I don't like that at all that makes me feel very sad if he were to think that he was less than anyone else so what do you do with your bulls that you don't do with your husband (laughs) You knew I was going to ask this. (laughs) I think it's very much, I, everyone always jokes that I am probably the most innocent naughty girl that there is. I mean, (laughs) what I do is very, is deemed very naughty, but it, I am at, in my heart, I am quite an innocent. You really are. I really, I'm still learning stuff. (laughs) Just um, a baby. I'm just a baby. But we very much do joke that when I am with a bull, my normal self, my mm. everyday vanilla self, she very much goes kind of, she goes into hibernation and it is very much secret vixen comes out. And actually somebody I, who I've been speaking to for a very long time, who I do now call a very close friend, actually said this. He said, if I were to ever get lucky enough to have a date, <sighs> would I get secret ah. vixen or would I get the other one? Ah. And I said, well, actually you're my really good friend now. So I would say you'd get the other one. You get the normal one. But he wants the secret vixen. No, well, he said, well, this is the thing. He said initially he wanted the secret vixen, but Mm. then he got to know me as a person and thought, actually, you know what? The the normal Jane, plain Jane is 
far better. Yeah. And we're lucky enough to know you as both. I think yeah. we've seen both sides of this. And it, more often than not, we see the you. Yes. Yeah. But we do occasionally see the secret vixen. Well, one of my favourite ever nights recently <laughs> with my husband was actually at your birthday. It was at your wonderful birthday house, that party house. Ah. And we had gone to bed, as everyone had. And <laughs> we, started, we started to play together. We started to uh, get really intimate. And he just went, oh, shit, she's here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he went, I've never been in a room with just her secret vixens here. I'm scared. And I think when I'm with a a ball, I think, and Secret Vixen is very much in the room. There's, she's just a lot more confident than the true me. Interesting. And I, and I don't know if it's because I think in my head I'm playing out almost like a scene, mm. as it were. And I think when I'm with a ball, I think sometimes I go into almost like a fantasy world where I am playing out my de- deepest, darkest fantasies sort of thing. So therefore she does become a bit more confident and she will be she'll try things that I probably wouldn't want to uh, yeah and he he just literally I turned the light off and I think I pounced upon him which again (laughs) I don't normally do I'm very much like okay fine let's do this but I very much was the instigator and he just went shit she's here I don't know how to I don't know how to be with with the other one it's like Suicide Squad (laughs) when uh, what's the name turns up and just like keeps on morphing into a different different one yes interesting so why don't you do these things with your husband on a regular basis if you do them with your bull? I think for some, again, I think it's this whole fantasy side of things. And everyone will always ask me that question is, what is your fantasy? Mm. And I will always go, I don't know. I do the same. Yeah, I just say, what's fantasy? I'm like, I, I don't know, an early night and a warm duvet right now? <laughs> or in a hot water bottle. <laughs> nice. But I think that when I'm when I'm in that moment with a play partner, that's always the time to kind of, I think, ask me that question a little bit more because I think I'm a little, I'm just more open-minded to it. Mm. I I am naturally an overthinker and I will naturally worry about what other people think of me and what they might say. And I think therefore when I am her, when I'm Secret Vixen, when she's in the room, Secret Vixen just doesn't seem to care as much. Mm. And I wish I, as I said, I wish I had that confidence in all walks of my life. But I think I've always been a lot more shy and retiring in the bedroom in like our vanilla life. And I think that's, and I think that is one of the main reasons why when we are having sex, Secret Stag and I, I'm like, no, no, we're not, I'm not, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to have a cuddle. I want a spoon. I want to have good old missionary. Oh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Now let's go to sleep, please. Do you think Secret Stag wants the sex version that secret vixen delivers to her bulls well he he was scared and that time he almost had her <laughs> he got scared I, thought, I don't want this <laughs> I was like no I don't want her I need, I I need an adult <laughs> I'm on my own she's gonna hurt me um I think sometimes he does um and I will play to that like when I can tell that he wants to be a little bit more mm-hmm. um adventurous as it yeah. were I suppose then I will I will and We've often laughed that I'm actually, with him, I'm a lot more dominant with him as me, myself. But if Secret Vixen, although she is confident, she's actually a lot more submissive. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So when you're on your play dates with your bulls, who, generally speaking, then initiates the sexy times to start? Oh, it's still them. 
<laughs> Secret of Ringside is confident, but she's still a little bit lazy. All right. <laughs> so generally it is. It is, yeah. Ball. I think so. And do you think Secret Stag would like you to be more forthcoming? Again, yeah, he probably would. And we did have one um, play encounter, which actually I've never written about and I probably should. Ooh, where actually, you have a blog? I do. Occasionally <laughs> I write on it. But we, I had gone out with a friend for a night out and he'd actually said, oh, you know what? I'd really love it if one day you just messaged me and just said that you weren't coming home, that you were going to see a ball. And I was like, is this, is this hinting, hinting? Does he want me to actually do this? Because then in the same breath, he said, don't you dare ever do that to me. <laughs> so I was like, I'm so confused. But then I went out, as I said, with a friend one night and whilst I had been out with my friend, um, a potential bull had, who I'd been talking to for actually quite a while was messaging me. And it just so happened that they were free that night. And I knew that I wasn't going to be out particularly late with this friend. And I did. I said, well, if you're free, why don't I come over? And How that, forward that of you. was me. I did that, that. You did that. I did that. And I wasn't even on like the confidence juice. <laughs> I was, it was a very, I think it was probably because it was a very vanilla catch up yeah. with a friend. And I think I was like, I need, I need, I need some lifestyle stuff now. I can't talk about gyms and things anymore. That is interesting. You said that though, just to segue slightly. Yeah. If you're on a vanilla night out, oh my God, it's so tempting and easy to slip into our alter egos. Oh, absolutely. Because I, it's, it's there and you, you can't help but want to tap into it slightly because yeah. it's just teetering on the edge Absolutely. of I want to do something a bit more naughty yeah. and it's easy. Absolutely. I mean, I love my friends dearly. Yeah. I truly, truly do. But every now and then I am kind of, I do feel myself clock watching going, yeah. I love them, but I, I, I can't I, talk about garden sand. Yeah, this is, I'm done now. Um, <laughs> and then it always makes me laugh whenever the chat does actually kind of branch off to something a little bit naughtier Ooh, something they, I can talk about yeah, and they suddenly start talking about sex and then they'll start and I'm like oh excellent I can join in now <laughs> but then they'll say something I'm like nope retreat 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 like often <laughs> the conversations of threesomes will come up and there'll always be a couple of friends who go no that's cheating and I'm like okay retreat don't, don't. I mean I think the, the, the bad sign here is um secret vixen you should probably shouldn't get a dildo out halfway through your conversation oh. when you're in a tea room oh. and so, oh, this is my time to show oh, oh my bad I misread the room I'm so oh. Oh, sorry. sorry guys hastily shoves dildo back in back it's actually just my back massager <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> but it is true like if I'm with my friends I, as I say I love them dearly but there is that part of me that's going oh if I went off and did this right now I'd have so much more fun and that is what happened that night I think I had just been I think I'd been masking I, I'd say masking because I do think now I have to self filter when I am with my mm. friends, because I know that they can't know about this side of my life. So therefore I do feel like now I'm often wearing a bit of a mask with my friends. And I think that night I was just like, nope, <laughs> I want the mask off. Let's just go let Secret Vixen take over. Let's go have fun. And so that night, actually I had, I was very much was the driving force, which was nice. But also I, I was like, oh, what do I do now? Um, I've started this. <laughs> now where do I go? <laughs> But yeah, so that I so I have done it. I can I can be a bit mm. more dominant and leading. But no, very much when I'm with Secret Stag, um, I am dominant in the fact that I will I I know what I can do to achieve yeah. my my pleasure. And I it's it's I don't know about you, but I just find that actually when I have sex with Secret Stag, 
it's it's a lot shorter not because of right. he can't go the distance <laughs> it's just because actually it's familiar it's familiar mm. we both know what to, we need to do to get our enjoyment and our pleasure mm. And then we like to be able to just kind of cuddle and snuggle afterwards and enjoy that just as much as the act itself. So here's a question for you. Why do you have sex with bulls? Is it for your pleasure or is it for his? Because my stag says it. No. <laughs> um, I there th- must be something in it for you, otherwise you wouldn't do it. What pleasure do you get from this? I truly love the thrill and excitement of being with somebody who isn't my husband. I think it's knowing that it is a taboo, that I am in under any other guys people would be like she's a harlot (laughs) off she go but I love I just I love that for a moment just being able to switch off from my normal life Mm. of being able to kind of close the door to who I truly normally am and actually just get to indulge myself in pure pleasure I think that's one of the things now that I truly do take from these experiences is just and I, I've always loved the whole dating things. And I never did that before. I've always been a serial monogamist from very young. I was in a long-term relationship as a teenager and then that ended and I went almost straight into another long-term relationship. And then that ended and then I actually was in a long-term relationship with Secret Stag. So I've never done the dating Mm. And I don't know if there was a bit of jealousy from friends when they would be talking about, oh, I've just been on this date. It didn't quite work out, but man, we had we had good sex that night. Mm-hmm. And I think I, there was part of me that had always missed that. And I've always been a bit of a romantic. Like I've always watched the films and thought, oh, I love that idea of being swept off of your feet. Or, oh, the pretty woman style yeah. thing. <laughs> and that moment of when you are so lustful for someone that you just want to rip yeah. each other's clothes off. and. I love that element that comes with the lifestyle because I do get those moments. I get that experience. I like that. I love the first, the first time I'm with a bull, that true anticipation. That's for me, is just so exciting and so kind of intoxicating. Well, you never see a box of tissues in Pretty Woman, do you? You do not. Don't see them rolling over after some going, do you want a wet wipe, babe? <laughs> yeah, courtesy of baby wipe. <laughs> so we've talked about what... Um, in terms of a sex, we've talked about what you think Secret Stag likes you to get from a sexual experience. But is there anything that bulls deliver to you in the sexual way that you weren't expecting? Ooh, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting. I think I've certainly had a lot more firsts with bulls in terms of sexual positions and All things right. like that mm-hmm. and again actually secret stag himself we were both serial monogamous we both could yeah. count our sexual partners on one hand before meeting mm. one another so actually both of us are very i would say vanilla in our sexual um skills and therefore actually having been with bulls i have definitely experienced new positions that i would never have probably dared try um, (laughs) outside of the lifestyle so yeah I'd say definitely that there's experiences that I've had that I've it's been very enlightening I was like oh I can do that with I who knew I was that flexible for one tell me about the best one oh see I mean this is going to sound really dull because it's probably such (laughs) a mundane position but recently with a ball um we were doing doggy and I'll be one of the first to admit that I don't know I've often find doggy actually quite uncomfortable mm-hmm. I don't know why especially for a bit longer yep mm-hmm. so and this bull who was um quite experienced basically just 
pushed me down flat onto the bed. So I was still on my front, but I was laying just mm-hmm. literally straight legged, yeah. <laughs> just laying. And he was on top of me. Yeah. And again, it doesn't sound very adventurous, does it? I mean, it's literally a flat. Oh, I like that. I don't, I don't know what it's, it's what's it called? Is it like flat doggy? Dead? Dead doggy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Passed out doggy. Comfy? <laughs> and that was what it was. It was actually comfy. And I've always said that I've never um, climaxed as a result of doggy style. I never have. Um, and I still didn't quite on this occasion, but right. I actually, for the first time, I was like, oh, this is really, really quite nice. I'm enjoying it because I think I'm very quick. I'm a person who, if something doesn't feel quite comfortable, I will very be like, no, nope, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't quite like it. I, I'm not the sort of person who will be like, let's no, let's persevere. You never know. There might be <laughs> some big shining bright light at the end of the tunnel sort of thing. Um <laughs> So therefore, I will then very much get distracted by the, oh, oh, this this feels a bit uncomfortable. Mm. Um, but this, this again, probably is a really, really tame move. But that was really enjoyable. I really liked it. Do your balls always make you come? Yes. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah, well. as Seriously. A, they do. Yeah. Is that because, A, you're really, really good at like climaxing easily because you've spoken about this in your blog yes. I've read about this yes. I've read one or two of those blogs have you I have a at blog at least two <laughs> and I remember one of your opening gambits in one of your new your early blogs was that you've always been someone who's been able to climax easily hate you but anyway I'm sorry <laughs> lucky you but also it made me think does are you able to then just really like climax easy with your balls or is there something about the adventure that you're on that makes that happen well going back I think yes I am and I am very very fortunate that I know that I am able to come relatively easily Mm. and multiply multiply there's multiple times (laughs) I can't speak uh, this lemon drop's going down very well. But um, you've hardly touched it, woman. Okay, the prosecco. Drink fine. some more. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm going to get told off for being, for gulping. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I've said um too many times already. Nah, be all right. But I won't say um. When I am with a ball, I think the reason why I I have always um, been able to reach orgasm is the fact that, as I said, I'm so excited by the whole scenario the way things are playing out that I'm fizzing almost from like it doesn't it truly does not Mm. take much I have come so quick with balls not because of anything they've done I think just because I am so heightened yeah um waiting for that touch and things I mean I did I I experienced my first squirt (gasps) recently now I know about this already you do too. for our listeners who may not and just for secret stag's pleasure because no doubt he'll, oh, listen he'll to love this it. and he'll be <laughs> loving this he'll be writing all these things down going she said the thing I did tell me what happened so I was um obviously clearly with a ball <laughs> and I'd love to say that it was like a really sexy situation when it was happening but in my head I was more just panicking going on oh what's happening what's going on what is this <laughs> Because I was just very aware that I could hear the moisture. <laughs> I was lying there going, oh, oh, is that sex? Is that a sexy sound? Because it didn't, for me, it didn't sound very sexy. Just hearing that, the movement of, yeah. of body fluid. And I was lying there, obviously, clearly enjoying myself, both physically and, and in my head as well. But I just was go- thinking, oh, that's that really, really wet. That sounds very, very wet. Is that a bit gross? Am I grossing him out? And I went home afterwards and I, I said this to Stag, I went, oh, I was really, really wet. 
Um, I said it, it sounded very, very wet, whatever was going on. And bless him, because of my naivety, the first thing he then did was messaged the bull and went, did you make her squirt? To which they went, yeah, they, I did. I didn't even realise I had done it. I was just mortified that the sound of the moisture. Um, and, and guess who was one of the first people I then had to tell? Obviously, Mrs H. I was like, Mrs H, I did a thing. I was I one of the first thing. people to hear it. I know. <laughs> And interesting, we had a good conversation then about this whole squirting thing and we both deduced that it's very odd in that it doesn't really feel like anything radically amazing physically. If I was to liken it to an experience, it just feels like pressure and then wetness. Yeah. So I don't necessarily correlate that feeling with climax. I'd much rather probably just have a, a clitoral orgasm and enjoy that without the weirdness of... All that. <laughs> yeah. And again, as I've said, I am very easily distracted. So like when, if I'm doing a position that I'm not feeling physically comfortable mm. with, I will very easily get distracted and start focusing on that going, oh, 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 no, 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 <laughs> let's move. I very much started to fixate on the noise going, is that right? Is that normal? Why am I, why? I was starting to panic. I was like, have I wet myself? What's happening? So I therefore kind of lost out on the pleasure of it because I was panicking that something wasn't quite right. But again, that is literally my naivety right there on a plate for you. That when other people would be like, yeah, I've done this. I'm going, oh no, what's wrong with me? Am I broken? (laughs) What do you think about when you're having sex with your balls? What goes through your head? I am, I very much do get lost in the, whoa, this is, this is not a normal thing to be right. doing right now on my Friday night or whatever. But I do truly just get lost in the pleasure. Apart from if I get distracted by something mm. feeling uncomfortable. I do. I love, I think I've just always been somebody who loves films and imagining putting yourself in the mm-hmm. film. I very much feel that when I'm with a ball, I do that. I feel like I am the centre yeah. of this scene. I'm the the Hollywood actress who is playing out some wonderful kind of film scene. So you play a bit of a scene in your head. I do very much so. It's I've got a whole like film going mm. on in my head of what's happening. Oh, wow. Does it have a theme tune? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Mine would probably no. have labyrinths. It's a world's full yeah. Maybe. I Lord of the Rings of, often comes in. Yeah, the, the, I can the, kind of relate to the fantastical element of things where you put yourself in a situation where you're clearly not in that situation yeah. right now. I just love that it, for me, it's the ultimate escapology that I'm mm. just, if I've literally, when I've gone into that room or that hotel room or whatever, I've closed the door and whatever's going on around me, I don't need to worry about that. I'm just here just solely to enjoy myself, enjoy this moment and escape. Yeah, very much so. So when I interview Secret Stag, I, I know for a fact he will he will say he that will be his answer to a number of questions because I know that he what takes him to his place where he needs to be in his head is is knowing that you're giving into lust. Yeah. I mean I am sure he said it to you. you yeah, he said it to me a great many times. And you know, we've we've played together, the four of us have played together. Um, me and Secret Stag have played together while you and Mr. H have been playing together and he and I, I talk to him because I like the, the mind play. Mm. I like all that. And I, I know he sometimes needs that. Yeah. So I very much play up to that. And I talk him through things and I like him to narrate what he sees in front of him when he's playing, when you're playing. And he always, always his, his default response to things is, I love seeing her giving into lust. Yeah. It's always, I, I get carried away by seeing Vixen 
taken on an adventure by her own lust. Yeah. Not someone else's ability to do that, but you yeah. giving into your And I, I think desire. that does go back to the, the, when I say that I do have the normal me and secret vixen, mm. is that the normal me is so reserved, I think, in terms mm. of sex and is so... I will still say she's pretty, I, obviously I'm not as naive as I was, clearly not now. Fuck. You're not but, naive. I'm just a baby. <laughs> but Keep saying this, but <laughs> if I say it, it will be true. But um, yeah, I think Secret Vixen is just very much, she will give in to lust. Whereas I think I will naturally be just so reserved and go, oh no, 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 that's not, that's not the proper thing to do. That's not the, that's not, I don't know. I think, I'm not saying that I was, I had a sheltered upbringing. I don't think I did at all, but I very much did grow up in a, in a house where we just did not talk about right. sex. Sex was not something we could talk about. Um, I even had a, like a, my, my mother would often talk about that sex for mm -hmm. her was very much was about procreation. That she never mentioned sex being for pleasure. So therefore I think part of me was like, Oh, it's the wrong thing to be doing if I'm having this for pleasure. Where secret vixens like, screw that. This is all about the pleasure. <laughs> but me, I'm very much, as I say, just like, oh, what would what would my mother say? But the truth is, now that I'm a grown up and I actually have kind of reflected on that, and I think back to like my own parents' relationship, I'm actually like, you know what? I think my mum would be all right with this. <laughs> truly. <laughs> do you do you ever associate any of this with shame? Sometimes I do, and that's purely it's because shame. of what you said about your past. Yeah, and I think also shame because I just know that there are so many people out there who will just think this is wrong. Mm -hmm. They could never understand how this could possibly be healthy for either one yeah. of us, and that worries me because, as I said, Secret Vixen doesn't really care what people think about her. She's a bit like, "It's fine, screw you, <laughs> let's move yeah. on." Whereas me, the person who is actually walking around twenty four seven, apart from when Secret Vixen's out and about. She really worries about what people think. And that does truly scare me that if people were to know that they just wouldn't understand. Mm. And therefore I wouldn't, I, again, I think I'd hate more than anything for them to think badly of Secret Stag. Okay. I'd hate, that's what, that's actually the thing that concerns me more than anything is that I just don't want people to think bad of him, to think that he's weak, that he's not manly because if mm. he feels he cannot sate me sexually because that's not yeah. the true at all he as I said he we've always had a very happy sex life he's always um he's always we've it's just always been lovely the two of us together so he, there's no failing on him in any way and I think that if this were to come to light I think people's initial reaction would be I'm a slut <laughs> I'm, I'm a whore just sleeping around with any yeah. um old Tom Dick and Harry and then that he's weak and he's um yeah, he's just a weaker man and all that. And that that upsets me more than anything that people would think so badly of him. Yeah. I, I can take the the slut shaming, I think. Mm. But I don't like the thought of people thinking that he's not a man because if he's happy for that to happen, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yay. It really does. Um, so do you ever get too close to a bull, do you think? And how do you protect your relationship from those intimate feelings potentially threatening what you have. Yeah. I mean, we, again, we've, we've spoken about this before in, in the blog and actually even on the podcast here that initially when we first started on this kind of adventure, one of the first balls that I was with, who I've written numerous accounts with, and actually even the most recent one that I wrote, Blast From yeah. The Past, featured him. 
we actually were getting really close because we were very, very similar. We had a lot of mutual interests and things. And I think Stag saw that. He saw that we were starting to get very close. Mm. And Stag's solution to that was, let's just introduce her to more men. So, yes. so that is, yes, and I does. remember saying right. that to you, if he yeah. thinks that I'm getting too, not fixated, because I don't think I was ever fixated on him as such, but if if he saw that I was kind of sated just by having that yeah. one ball, then he would be very much be like, oh, how about this guy? How about this guy? And that is truly what happened, that mm. that's actually then suddenly I went from having this ball to suddenly having three <laughs> balls. <laughs> and I think that is how he protects us is to make sure that to keep me occupied by other men. So I don't fixate. Um, but also if I can feel myself getting too close emotionally to a ball, then I would also kind of step back a little bit. And if Stag's like, oh, why don't you go see him? I will actually say, you know what? I don't really fancy that today. Yeah. And I won't necessarily say, oh, it's because I feel like I'm getting too close. I will just be like, you know what? No, t- this is our time. Mm-hmm. So I will push, I will kind of push back a little bit. But actually, if I'm honest, it hasn't really happened apart from with that initial ball. And I think that was more so just because if it was, I was still transitioning from monogamy, if that yeah. makes any sense. It does I think sense. because of, as I said, I had only ever been with men who I'd been in a relationship with. Mm. I think that part of my brain was still trying to say, no, that's not your boyfriend. That's not your partner. You've got your husband. This is just for, this is for fun and for playing with. And whereas now it, as I said, it hasn't even kind of reared its head. I wouldn't say, as I've said, I have to have a connection emotionally as well as physically with a ball, but I wouldn't say that there's anyone who I suddenly thought, you know what, let's, let's run, let's run away with this ball and leave my life behind. (laughs) I'm very aware that this is for the moment that's in that moment when I'm with the ball. And then I'm going to go back to my life, which I'm more than happy with. I love my life. I love everything in my life and my friends and things, but this is just very much, this is my extracurricular. This is that (laughs) little, that's that my escapism, as I sort of said. So you have been known to double in the kind of um, parallel universes of swinging ah, yeah. to just um, stag vixen scenarios. Yeah. So, and again, that was probably relatively new for you at the beginning. Um, but you have, you have done that. We have, yeah. And how is, how is that kind of, do you continue the stag vixen theme throughout that or do you just, how do you feel about watching stag play with other people? When, well, when we very, the first time we ever had that initial conversation, which I've written about where we were literally in bed when this conversation happened, one of the first things I said was, well, you're not, I I don't want to see you with another person. (laughs) And, but then actually the very first experience we ever had was with another woman. And straight away, I was like, no, you need to, you need to get involved. And straight away, I was Mm. like, oh, hang on. I had said this, but already I want him involved. And in that particular instance, it was because it was the first time I'd ever been physically with a woman. Yeah. And I knew that I was like, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be able to get her to where she, I want her to be. Mm -hmm. I wanted her to climax. I wanted her to come. And I knew that I was too inexperienced. I knew that I wasn't, I personally wasn't going to be able to do that. So I was very much like, right, stag step up. (laughs) You know what to do here. This is your remit. Off you go. Um, and that was driven not by me w- wanting to watch him mm. have sex. It was driven by the fact that I wanted I wanted to pleasure her, but I knew I couldn't. So I knew that I could get him to pleasure her. And so that was kind of quite a unique experience. But then obviously, as you've said, we have had swinging 
um, experiences, obviously with you guys mm. yourself. And, and others, I've I seen I really you. thought, <laughs> we've had orgies. I truly thought that I really wouldn't be comfortable watching him. Yeah. And I wouldn't say that I watch him and go, oh, and get off on watching him but what I do enjoy is watching him enjoying himself Mm -hmm. um and it's kind of going back to I'm channeling he Mr H a little bit here that I am very much I know he's gonna oh he's gonna get excited at that isn't he but I think that if we are parallel playing I'm very I I'm very comfortable for him to be with another woman you but are. I think if I if I was just like standing around, I couldn't just stand and watch him. I couldn't be a stag. I couldn't be him. You know, <laughs> if I were to play out one of our in our nights where he will just happily watch, uh, I couldn't. I know that I couldn't just happily watch him with another woman. But if we're both having fun together, then I'm more than happy for him to to play now. And I never thought I would have said that, but I am. As long as he's happy, at the end of the day, as long as he's happy, I'm happy. Um, <laughs> because I guess you know listeners might well say well Vixen that's very duplicitous <laughs> you have told Stag specifically that he can't do X, Y and Z but you're the one going out having fun mm-hmm. is that typical of Stag Vixen scenarios do you think or is it purely because you just aren't driven by a desire to see him I do think you- it's a bit of column A column B to yeah. be honest um, if we were to go more down the cut holding mm. um side of things and obviously that is such that is such a, yeah. a cuck dynamic yeah. that she that I would do all of the playing and he's not allowed any pleasure whatsoever right. I'm as I said I'm not about him not having pleasure and that is why I will say that when we're still not there I wouldn't call myself a cuckoldrist um again people listening probably would say well that's exactly what a cuckoldrist is so apologies <laughs> if I am um, if I'm doing the wrong thing but I want him to have pleasure and I'm happy for him to have sexual, ple- like getting pleasure from having sex with another woman. Um, and I truly didn't think I would, but we have had experiences where we've been involved in like an orgy or a group situation where he ha- I have noticed that he's taken himself out and I will check on him. Like if he, as, as, when I say taking himself out, he's not like left the room <laughs> as in he is kind of stepped back yes. and gone into the voyeuristic mm-hmm. side of things and I will touch base with him and as long as I know he's happy then I'm happy yeah it truly is yeah so I have got one last big question for you <laughs> yeah. okay you go, on go on um so I'm interested you obviously know Stag pretty well you know what like drives his fantasies yes. you know what drives his um desires and he knows what drives yours what do you think if we were to ask Stag gosh what would be his biggest fantasy to see you do? With oh, a ball. With a ball. Or multiple balls, who knows? Or, or what oh my goodness. Ball. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, his ultimate fantasy is very much he wants to see me in a gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is his ultimate fantasy. And so I do fear when I have a big birthday coming up in a few years' oh time. Oh, God. I fear, I fear for myself. <laughs> but not no, going to have to walk for days. <laughs> on ice packs galore. But um, that is his biggest fantasy, is he wants to see me um, in a gangbang. <laughs> and do you want that? I always joke that I'm like, can we build up to it? I don't think I can go, I don't think I can go straight from I don't think you can swing one. this out till you're 60. I just don't. Oh, damn. <laughs> so that was my plan. I think I could quite happily start off with, obviously... Two or three, which I know gang that's bang. not a gangbang. That's what I'm saying. I've got to build up to Threesome. it. Threesome. 
I said threesome. Okay, so I'll go threesome, then foursome. <laughs> um, I need. To, I think I just need to build up to it. And it's not physically needing to build up to it. It's I need Some to... lunges. <laughs> no, mm. I hate lunges and burpees. Ugh. Box jumps. No, no, <laughs> I'll do an injury. But um, I say build up to it. It's not, I don't think it means the physically. For me, building up to it means that I need to have that connection. I couldn't just like walk into a room with five or however many countless again. do you think he would like to see that though? Yeah, he would. For strangers? No, I don't think, no, I don't think he... known people? I think he knows me well enough that he knows that I wouldn't be able to just be with strangers. I have, they would need to be people that I know. Not necessarily people that I've played with before, but they would need to be people who I did actually know. That terrifies me more than anything, walking (laughs) into a room and being like, oh, hello. Um, Surprise. My name is, what are your interests? Let's all play two truths and a lie or whatever. Um, So yeah, that is very much his. his He wants wants to see me with multiple men. Well, I will ask him the same question when I interview him. I wonder what he'll say. Do we get? Do I get like points if I if we said the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> a true Mr. and Mrs. Smith episode. Do you have a fantasy? Well, were you not listening to me earlier? Yeah. So I'm wondering uh, if you <laughs> develop one in the, the 55 minutes we've been talking. Oh no! I, oh, dead air. Sorry. Um, I really don't know if I do. I for me, my fantasy is. I just love the being swept off my feet. I like being made to feel super special. And Mm. that is my fantasy. Like, I I mean, ironically, I hate the idea of being physically picked up. Like (laughs) if you try and pick me up, I will fight you. Um, and bulls have experienced this. Like, oh, can I lift you up? I'm like, no, no absolutely not. I'll I don't hurt like you. Do not touch me. But I metaphorically enjoy being swept off my Mm -hmm. feet. I love the, the, the idea of just somebody coming in I am their focus. They just want to to enjoy my company and things like that. I love that idea. And I'd say that that will always be my fantasy. I like being treated to things that I can't do in my everyday life. Yeah. <laughs> like, wine dined I, and 69. Yeah, exactly. Wine dined and 69. That sounds <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> that's very retro. Everyone it? take note. Fight. <laughs> wine dined and 69. <laughs> that's that's Secret Vixen's fantasy. And is there anything, finally, is there anything that you think he would want you to see what would want to see you do specifically with a bull that possibly you're not prepared to do I don't know I don't think there is there because if he I know that he would never want to see me put in a position where I would felt uncomfortable or unsafe and things like that so I don't think there is I think of my remit of skills I think he's very happy with what I can do (laughs) and he enjoys seeing that um Whereas, as I said, I think for him, the whole idea of the gangbang, I think the reason why he likes that idea so much is because, as you said earlier, he loves me giving in to lust. Yeah, he does. And therefore, to see me giving body and soul, as it were, to mm. multiple people, I think he, I truly think he'd explode. Basically, he <laughs> wants a Bacchanian orgy for you. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we we need to wrap up because Miss Rachel literally tell me a new one if I carry on yapping for much longer. Before we do, though, are there any questions you have for me? I mean, we've pretty much chatted all the way through this, but are there any burning questions that you are going to ask? I think the question that is in my head is because obviously you sit here as a as a swinger, as a swinger. You've obviously asked me about what sex is like for me as a Mm. hot wife. So what is 
what's sex like for you as a swinger? How does that differ for you and your normal <laughs> marital sex? Marital sex. Marital sex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, truthfully, I think it's probably different every time. And I think that's probably where, where the excitement lies because it's, it's variety, isn't it? And I'm, what I sought on this adventure at the beginning was, was female pleasure. Like, yeah. That's pretty much where, where my focus lies because what I get in my marital um, sex life obviously isn't a woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, and although, although it's not something that I'm, you know, I have to have it in my life. It's something that I seek because I think my bisexuality is not something I can suppress. Yeah. Particularly. So sex for me is probably seeking, yeah, seeking the, the bisexual side of, of me I mean, I can't speak for Mr. H necessarily, but I suspect, you know, he doesn't seem particularly bothered about fighting off women and <laughs> having to cope with multiple people. And I know he likes a gathering and a bit of a, a, a big orgy of people because he likes the kind of chaos of everyone being all having fun together. He, he thrives on that. I'm probably not so much. I probably prefer to seek something where I, I know I have to shut down and be um kind of zone out almost to kind yeah. of get what I need from an from experience. So whilst the orgies and the 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 big group play situations are fun, I don't necessarily get to a place where I can truly let myself give in to my particular need of whatever I'm seeking. Yeah. So it's it's different in that everyone that you have sex with, it's not your partner is going to be different. Yeah. And um I think it's just, I like, I like what you, when you said about the adrenaline rush of seeking new people, you get to experience that all over again with multiple people. You can never have, that's the thing. You can never first have a first kisses. kiss. Yeah. And we get to have first kisses all the time. Yes. It's so lovely. <laughs> I really, really enjoy the, the first kiss experience yeah. with people. Absolutely. And that kind of adrenaline rush that you get where you think, I really hope this person kisses me because yeah. I feel butterflies or I feel like an attraction to somebody and I, I want to know what it's like to kiss them. Yeah. I always like, I take it, that over the sex sometimes. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I kind of liken it to that moment if you're in the cinema or at the theater and you're sat next to somebody yeah. and all you want them to do is like accidentally like mm. touch you or accidentally brush your leg or try and hold your hand. It's that right. electric. You can almost feel that electric energy. That's, that's that really exciting. So, isn't it? so exciting. I would agree. How boring are we? They were like, oh, it's not even the sex. We just want a kiss. <laughs> we just want to be just kissed. Give us a kiss. <laughs> All right. Well, I will I will stop there because I have a bunch more questions for Bag. Um so I'll I'll, I'll be interested to see if he gives any similar answers to you. Me too. I'm <laughs> very intrigued. <laughs> so was that too bad? Did no, I you did too ben, much? very gentle probing. I was gentle. Thank you. So Secret Fix, I want to say a huge thank you to being so open and honest with me. It's, you know, I, I love chatting to you and you about all this stuff. Well, it's been my pleasure. So thank you for right, having well, me. Blogs, for goodness all sake. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so if people want to find you and read your blog, where do they go? So the blog, you can find it at secretvixen.blog. So mm -hmm. nice and easy. And I am on Twitter slash X as at secret underscore vixen one oh, although you might struggle to find me i know that one <laughs> you might struggle to find me because there is a search i still seem to be under a search ban so if you find secret stag who isn't at, at secret strange. underscore stag 
you can find me through him. <laughs> yeah. Or just get in touch with us and we'll point you in a direction. Your blog's great. Thanks. Yeah. Write more of them. All right. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you, Secret Vixen, for joining me for my little chat. Oh, Mrs. H, do your thing. Thank you for hopping into our bed. <laughs>